Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Anybody who did me wrong over the years, and I keep up with them and watch how bad their lives are, and you love it, don't you? Well, my life is going in comparison, and I just laugh. Got a new car? You tag a minute. Dave and Mahoney. I'm really glad all of you have brand new cars and everything, but I'm tired of hearing about it every. Day. I do not have a new car. I've had the same car for like six years. I hit something this morning. You did? Yeah, man. Uh, was yep. it a person? So that's why I'm. Dave <laughs> <laughs> and Mahoney. The thing that I love about the garage fridge, there's no rules. My normal fridge, my wife likes organized. Like she's got everything that has its own little place organized. Garage fridge. It's like the airport, man. There's no rules here. You want to sleep on the floor? You go ahead and sleep on the floor. You want a beer at 7 a.m.? Have a beer at 7 a.m. You're late for something? Sprint. <laughs> You want to pretend you're in a wheelchair? <laughs> pretend you're in a wheelchair. <laughs> Go for it. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news. Would you classify yourself as a Costco nerd? I mean, I know that you like Costco, but do you have a love for Costco? I mean, I follow Costco accounts on Instagram. Okay, so you're a Costco nerd. You know, there are things that I get excited about by Costco. I do about half of my shopping of all my shopping at Costco every week. So, and uh, yeah, I would say I'm a Costco nerd. And again, Dave, $1.50 hot dog and a Pepsi, you can't beat that. So they're not messing with the do- hot dog, thank goodness. They're not messing with the Pepsi, thank goodness. But they are messing what they call with a fan favorite at the food court, which is, again, making all the Costco nerds very upset. So the Twisted Churro, priced at $1.49, is r- rumored to be phasing out. Oh, no, that's already been phased out in certain places. Has it really? Yeah, they're, they're, they've brought in a chocolate chip cookie and instead. And a chocolate chip cookie. Two forty nine, a full dollar more, Mahoney. I mean, but this is a big ass cookie. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you, if yep. you think about like the <laughs> resurgence of bakeries over the last few years, especially when it comes to the cookie market, you know, we've seen, uh, you know, be it twisted sugar or crumble or, or baked or there's a thousand Insomniac. of these like, yep. you know, uh, they all feel like. Uh, Loosely, religiously uh, tied to cookie places uh, with bomb-ass cookies. But those cookies are like 4 or $5 each. So the fact that Costco's offering a similar product for about half the price Love seems that. about right. Nice. So it's just insane to me that you can literally reel in a fortune while you're fishing. But this happened. This is over in Tokyo. A 525 bluefin tuna was yep. 525 pound. Dude. Bluefin tuna was pulled in. $800,000. Oh, yeah, man. The way that they, they, they go to the market and then the, the highest end uh, sushi chefs and chefs in Japan will bid at the docks for these, you know, super rare, Wild super pot. amazing, oh, you know, so oh, it good. just melts in your mouth. Oh, but so it's so good. How big was a 525 pounds. Dang. I know. And your sushi is like minor cubes. <laughs> So Onodera, I guess, is the the maker of uh, like their sushi chain, and they, for the fourth consecutive year, have bought the market's priciest fish. So I don't know a whole lot about Onodera, but it's in it's in uh, it's in Tokyo, mm-hmm. and I guess it's a Michelin star restaurant. Yeah, and so like they're the ones that are out here every single year buying up these crazy expensive fish. But the record for the highest sale of a fish at the fish market was set in 2019. $3.1 million. I remember I remember that broke. Can you imagine reeling in a $3.1 million fish? No. That's just wild, man. And even if I did, I'd be like, I'm throwing it back. <laughs> 
It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. You know, it feels like there's been a lot of shenanigans in the sky, of course, all this week. They've been talking about, you know, that door that just blew off the Boeing 737 MAX 9, and then they realized that, oh, there had actually been several times where the indicator light had gone off saying that there was something wrong, and they just kind of ignored it. You're like, that doesn't seem right. not ignore, you know possibilities of, like, doors blowing off, guys. Yeah, I mean, like, if you tell me that my air pressure is low in my tires, it is going to take me four months to fix that. But if you are a <laughs> pilot and there's, like, hey, there's a problem with your airplane, maybe don't take it up into the sky when, you know, the door could just rip off. They found right. the door in some teacher's backyard. Uh, just a mess. But I guess this is not an isolated issue, Mahoney. We've seen multiple airlines now coming out and saying, oh, wait a second, there is this door bolt issue that could cause problems. And, you know, we were talking about that with recalled cars just last week where it's like, how is it possible that you guys, when there's this much money tied up into it, where you're going to have to do a recall for 3 million vehicles or whatever, how is it that you screw up a part like that? And it's even worse when you're talking about it being on airplanes. Uh, but that's not the only weird thing that's happened in the sky recently. We had that guy that tried to shut off the engines because he was... He had experimented with mushrooms uh-huh. or whatever and lost his mind while he was in the air and was all paranoid and was tripping his Thankfully, balls they off. beat the hell out of that idiot. Yeah. Uh, but now there's another one to add to the list. So between the doors blowing off and the pilot trying to shut off the engines mid-flight, now there is a former Delta pilot. His name is Jonathan J. Dunn. He appeared in Utah federal court on charges of interfering with a flight crew. It was an altercation between Dunn and the captain. It occurred on a flight from Atlanta to Salt Lake City. I guess the co-pilot allegedly threatened to shoot the captain after objecting to diverting the flight for a passenger's medical emergency. So there's an argument in the cockpit between the co-pilot and the pilot because there's some passenger having an emergency. Bro had a booty call he was trying to get to. That's 100% what's going on I I think you you must be right. But he threatened to shoot him in the air, which, can we just stop with that? Yeah. Can we not have a gunfight in the the cockpit, please? Let the people on, you know, Allegiant and Spirit fight and fight, fight it out. But like, let's let the co- let's let the let the cockpit let's let like oh, a little bit of professionalism from our pilots, especially on a Delta flight. Like I expect more. Exactly, that's know? supposed to be America's premier carrier. Allegiant, Which I love sure. that we just like hold certain carriers. They're all garbage at this point. They there, are. There's yes. really not. Yes. I don't hold Delta. I used to. I don't hold them at any higher regard than Alaska, American, United, Spirit, mm-hmm. they, they're, Frontier. They're, you're all they're, garbage they're, right now. They're better than Frontier. Nah, region. man. I think they're they all are. garbage. <laughs> you <laughs> can say that. Why? Because you're paying a premium price. You're still no, getting crapped on. They, they, they are. They are. They are like you. Ooh, you, you get a free movie. Ooh. <laughs> but so what's interesting is that this guy that was threatening to shoot the pilot was authorized to carry a firearm on board. So, hang on, you've got a gun and you're threatening to shoot him? He's saying it's all just a misunderstanding. Oh, is it? The prosecutor's like, no, it's not. You threatened to shoot him and you've got a gun on you. It's a problem. So he faces 20 Uh, years in prison. Would he have continued to fly the plane, though? If he shot him? Yeah. Mm, It's a good question. Like, like, that's the, like, do you charge him with attempted murder of, you know, or threatening the lives of however many passengers are on there? I mean, it kind of is. If you're threatening to shoot the pilot while he's flying the plane, that seems like a pretty big problem. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. How do you really feel? Tell, Tell us. By calling the Dave and Mahoney Show voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, guys. So I bundled up this morning, and now I can't help but feel like Randy from A Christmas Story. I can't put my arms down. Message deleted. When I was a kid growing up in Minnesota, 
we used to beg my parents to wear shorts to school and they would say no unless it was 50 degrees. And we're like, come on, it's 46. This is shorts weather. What's up with boys <laughs> wanting to wear shorts all the time? And flip flops. I, I don't know. You always knew the kids who, like, their mom was not paying attention to them when they were getting ready in the mornings because they were always in shorts and flip flops. It didn't matter. Feral ass children. It, feral. Yeah. It's that, very, it's very wilderness child. <laughs> Absolutely. From the brush. To be fair, I don't think I had any flip flops, like, at all growing up. I mean, I don't think they, they're a big seller out. in Minnesota and so. Brainerd. Yeah. Dave, I don't know if they uh, the, they were the hot item, you know, that year. Maybe they when they go, they go on clearance. Yeah. But uh, Dollar flip-flop day at Old Navy. That's mm-hmm. when we always got ours. If you want some dental floss and some, like, loose uh, foam that you want to strap to your <laughs> foot for those $2 uh, flip-flops. Mm-hmm. The pay less ones. So. <laughs> so my family, my wife and kids, and I go over to another family house for a little birthday celebration and we get there and the house next door they have lights on the front of their house lighting up their driveway but they're flickering back and forth and sporadically no pattern very quickly we go inside and i mention it to them and they say yeah that is code on a house for first responders to know when they show up that the people that live at the house are actually special needs people that person that lived there in particular was visually impaired. The more you know. Message deleted. Hmm. Never, never heard of that before. Visually yeah. impaired? I would have just thought it was because if you couldn't see, you wouldn't be able to tell that your lights were not working properly. Yeah, like maybe they're just lying to you like the person next door is just blind and they have no <laughs> idea they've got a short circuit somewhere. That's <laughs> I mean, what you said I'm they saying. were visually impaired. <laughs> you didn't say if there's anybody that could see that lived in the house. And if first responders come by or literally anyone else, yeah. they're going to know that dude is blind. Also, there are so many codes that you hear about that I feel like just no one knows. Like there is that... What is the thing that if you say a certain word at a bar that the bartenders are supposed to know? Like if you go up to a like ask for the angel order. drink or something or like, like that, like yeah. dolphin or something like. I'm yeah. like, if some chick when I was bartending were like, "Hey, dolphins," I would have been like, "Yeah, they suck." You're like what? Yeah. yeah, dolphins are rapists. Stay yeah. away from them. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking. Oh, we were talking about the team. The team. Oh, how oh, dare yeah. you? They're in the playoffs uh-huh. Uh-huh. for now. Uh, Mahoney, glad you're back, buddy. Mm-hmm. Glad everything's good. I know you're a Chiefs fan. Yep. And you got your flu shot. Mm-hmm. Did you get the double dose, the flu, and the COVID shot? Message deleted. Hang on, I'm, I'm kind of weaving this all together. He <laughs> said, I know that you're a Chiefs fan, so Travis Kelsey has done the Pfizer uh-huh. commercials. And got it. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, do you, you know. State Farm, too? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do. I do. My homes <laughs> and my autos. Mahoney and my homes and my autos. Got you. The Dave and Mahoney Show. So CES is the convention that happens in Las Vegas every single year where there's all sorts of innovators from around the world that get together and they go, here is our newest, coolest technology. Okay. And there are some new TVs that are out there that, have you seen the, uh, I mean, the picture frame TVs have gained a lot of popularity over the years. But those aren't really new. No, those aren't really new. The new thing is that there is totally transparent televisions that don't require any wires. I've seen seen those. It was a big thing last year, I thought. How does that work? How does that work? I don't understand. How does that work? Smarter people than us, uh, we won't be able to figure out. But, I mean, the applications for this are... Kind of endless. Anywhere where you have glass, you can have a display. So that's so sick. Just think. I mean, the the future of like storefronts 
You know, it's yeah. going to be, that's just what they're all going to be. I they're mean, all like, going to look like the MS, uh, the sphere? Yeah. You know, that's, that's exactly what we need is just more advertisements everywhere, everywhere that we, we go. go. That's, everywhere that's that we what go. the future, yeah. I mean, yeah. Dave, uh, you know, technology, the two things that uh, push it forward are porn and advertising. Yeah. You know what's well, so funny, too, is that I think we kind of got ourselves into this predicament because we got rid of cable networks so that they had to, they have to implement commercials wherever we're not. You know what I mean? Like, if we're not watching cable television anymore where we're jam-packing it into, you know, like five, you said, seven-minute segments. MSG Sphere, you know, it's now turned into one gigantic advertisement. So that way, you know, if you're flying into or out of Las Vegas, you Keep look the out the plane window and there's your ad. Let's not forget the new Trolls movie is coming out. Well, this is uh, this is not an advertising vehicle necessarily. This is more of a uh, an innovation for the home that has come out of CES this year. I mean, Audrey, you are the proud owner of not one but two new cats. Yay. By the way, how's the ringworm going? Oh, I, you know what? I'm just such a good caretaker. I'm a good fixer. Yeah, did you fix them? <laughs> yeah, no, she is doing. She's good. doing much better. Yeah. Good. Uh, this has to do with cats, actually, which is why I bring this up. It's called the Flappy. The so, Flappy. Flappy. Yeah. I hate God, that What's name. wrong with the Flappy? Let's what? get a new name. Don't like it. Don't talk about it. <laughs> Look, the fla- the Flappy happens. Um, no, this is an innovation when it comes to having cat doors on your house. Okay. And so the Flappy is designed to prevent cats from bringing live or dead prey inside of the house. I've never owned a cat, so I don't know about this issue, but I certainly have friends that have talked about how They'll walk downstairs and there'll just be this smell and they're like, what is that? And sure enough, their cat has brought some dead thing well, into they're, their they're, house. It's a gift for you. They've, know, done, they've, they've killed this and brought it to the person who they mm. love. Well, allegedly, it's because they think you're horrible hunters. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, they're right. Yeah. I'm so not there's hunting. that. Uh, inspired by their mom struggles, they say, with the family cats bringing mice inside, the flappy cat door features an AI-powered detection system that prevents the cat from entering if it's carrying a small animal. It also includes a manual locking system, chip detection for the pet's owner, internet connectivity for remote control via the smartphone app. So, you know, it's been a long time, I feel like, since the dog and cat door technology has really advanced. Yeah, when mm-hmm. was the last time we've we've been asking for this type of technology? I mean, I feel I feel like since ever since the- since Home Alone, when he, you know you, Joe Pesci put his head through the through the dog door and got uh, shot right. Oh, that was that was that Marv. was Marv. That was Marv. That was right. Daniel Stern. You're right. Uh, but still, I mean, ever since that moment, I feel like it's, you know, or the movie Fear. You remember that? I don't remember. what There was a dog door in Fear? He he just shoved the dog's head through the dog door. You don't remember that? I don't. That was a it's crazy a part of that movie, man. Mark, been a minute. Been a minute. Mark Wahlberg went off the rails. Yeah, You're a piece like, of crap, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> it was like the German Shepherd looked like it was coming to the doggy door, and he's just like threw the dog's head in there. Oh, I do remember See? that. It's crazy. Yeah. So thank you, Flappy. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. The worst cover songs on the internet have landed here for your enjoyment. Yeah! It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Jeff is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. How are you today, Jeff? I'm doing good, sir. How are you? Doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. Got 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. I'm pretty sure you know how this works. Let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. You're looking for the artist and the song in order to get a full point. You got some help if you need it. And I will say we've got some pretty popular ones today. In fact, this first one is the least popular one of the day, and it's got 102,000 views on it. So we got some bangers today. Good luck, Jeff.
That's 30 seconds. I didn't hate it. It's pop punk. Ah, I mean, it's kind of like summertime pop goes it, punk. It does. I didn't hate it. I, Could I just, have been worse. I, I wasn't expecting that, and so that's why I'm interested. But over to you, Jeff. Do you know the answer? Yeah, that's, uh, I still haven't found what I'm looking for, YouTube. That is correct. Full yeah, point. Jeff. Well done, brother. Like I said, that is the least popular one of the day. That's from an artist named Alex Melton. And the next one here has got 3.4 million views. That's a lot of views, Dave. Here we go. Oh. So if you are not familiar Whoa, with what that instrument that's is, that's hard. It's it's a Chinese plucked instrument. I think it's called a goose hang is how you pronounce it, but never heard of it before. Okay. But I, <laughs> beautiful. Three point four million views. Jeff, do you know it? <laughs> no. Um, can I tell no. you what you guys? You there's know? <laughs> there's no way. Audrey, Audrey can't help. Absolutely Mahoney? not. I mean, I know that's ACDC. It is ACDC. That's a half point. And it's Thunderstruck. It's Thunderstruck. Very good. How Mahoney. did you get that? Listen that was impossible. Song. That was impossible. I'm with you, Jeff. That was hard. Yeah, let's go back and listen to it. Do you really want me to run it back? I mean, bit? I liked it. I like I mean, whatever. I thought that was beautiful. Now that you say that it's Thunderstruck. That's hard. That's hard. It's hard. I mean, to be fair, though, I'm not the biggest Goonzing fan. I didn't know what I was supposed to be listening for. I thought I was waiting for the lyrics the whole yeah. time. Yeah, okay. that's what I was waiting for, too. Yeah, Jeff, so, that was tough. Jeff, it's okay, you, dude. You got two points. You can win it if you get a full point on one of these. Mahoney is burnt as a lifeline. 149,000 views on this bad boy. the answer in front of me and until the last four seconds I wouldn't have got that. I mean, <laughs> but once I got to the course. Sure. Okay, Jeff, over to you. Do you know it? Yeah, wake me up before you go-go wham. For the win. You got it. Well done. I never would have thought I was going to say keep the wham version, but here I am. <laughs> that sounds great. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So, guys, Elon Musk is big mad at the Wall Street Journal, and the reason why is because they have been reporting that he does a whole bunch of drugs. Well, duh. We've seen him do those drugs with Joe Rogan. Well, I mean, so, I mean, smoking weed is, is not what they were reporting on. It was it was a little more significant than that. They were saying that he has done all sorts of drugs, including psychedelics and cocaine and ketamine He's and all person. this other stuff. Yeah, I mean, so <laughs> they've been talking about all of the different drugs that he has done. And so Elon Musk, of course, decided that the best way for him to combat this was to get onto his social media platform and say, 
Well, I've never failed a drug test, which isn't really a denial that you do drugs. And then he went on because to say. Because you're a billionaire and you've never taken a drug test. It's rules for thee, not for me. And I don't, again, I don't care what you're doing in your private life. I, I really don't. Like, whatever you, you do, you. Just as long as you're not out there putting other people in danger. I mean, he has tweeted things in the past which does have people wondering if he is more than just a casual user, maybe even a significant fan of drugs, like when he tweeted, I'm going to buy Coca-Cola to put the cocaine back in it. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I mean, you're Elon Musk. Like, you don't have to explain yourself by saying, I never failed a drug test. But then he also added, but if these drugs would help me work better and be more productive, then I absolutely would take them. Just basically sounds like an admission. Like, you're already the villain. You've already turned heel. Yeah. Just lean like, into it. Yes, I'm the world's richest man. If I want to do drugs, I'll do drugs. Yeah, and I I will do the drugs that aren't laced with fentanyl anymore. Yeah. Because I've got, I've, got, I've got access to those because I'm a billionaire. Wouldn't that be cool to have, like, a drug taster? You know, like the king taster uh-huh. back in the day used to, like, try food and the drink. But, you know, you're like, do my cocaine do, to do, see if there's not fentanyl Not too much in of it, it though. <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure there's no fentanyl in there. But, yeah, Elon Musk is uh, is lashing out right now. And he's, oh, he's poor saying Poor Elon. Yeah, always the victim. Always the victim. Always. The world's richest man. Just yep. such a victim. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Even Mahoney. I don't know what this is all about. You just told me to call yo dummy. There's nothing you can say they haven't heard before. Leave us a message by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. Dave, do you read your kids' bedtime stories? Or is that a thing of the past and you just hand him an iPad now? Message deleted. No, bedtime stories every single night. So my son has got this one little book that he got from his grandparents that's kind of like a picture book. Like, they took a bunch of different pictures from, you know, things that we'd sent them and from social media, and they put it together like a bunch of fun little memories of the last couple of years from every single night we uh, we read that. And then the girls, if I put them to bed, which I always try to avoid because it just takes so long, and there's football on. Uh, <laughs> uh, I always tell them a story as opposed to reading them a story because that's what, that's what they prefer. Did your parents ever read you stories to oh, bed, Mahoney? I got read to like almost every, every night. night. Every night. Yeah, of course you did. Yeah. Of course you did. What? I had all the, they had like, Let I, me had, guess, I had a huge. That went on until you were 26. 36. 36. Uh, <laughs> I had like a like a huge thing of like books that my mom would always, always go through. But the, the Berenstain Bears were always uh, one of my favorites. So that's what I always liked my mom to uh, to read to me, and then or huh. when uh, I got a little older, I loved the uh, the Cal- Calvin and Hobbes. Calvin and Hobbes were fantastic. Would they would read you Calvin and Hobbes comics before show, you went to bed? Show me them. Okay, yeah, yeah that's kind of cute. Uh, Audrey, I feel like we've just unearthed some unknown trauma for you. I was never read to. Never read to. Never like, once. Ever? Never. Huh. And I knew a single time. I had to go into my room and start like decompressing or doing whatever I needed to do as a child, I would have to go into my bedroom at 8 o'clock, close the door, and then I could be in there, but I was not allowed out. Like, I was like, you are going to be in that room, and you're going to, like, lull yourself to sleep. Did you get tucked huh. in? Starting at, sure. w- starting at what age? My, like, entire childhood. Huh. Till when? Oh, yeah, no, and if, and if I... <laughs> If I was a kid and I tried to crawl into bed, see, this is what's so funny about you, Dave, whenever you talk about your children crawling into bed with you at night because you're like, oh, this is just like the sweetest thing ever. My mom would growl (laughs) to make it to where I would get scared and go back to bed. (laughs) Literally. She goes, I remember just hearing you in your little diaper go... (laughs) 
<laughs> coming downstairs. And then she would just go, rah, 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 and we're like, oh my God. Yeah, man. No, it's so funny. That's uh, that's really interesting. Do you think your mom would growl at you because she was trying to get some that night? I knew. Yeah, that would be like in the morning or maybe. I don't know. But I also knew that if Howard Stern was on because he was on E. If I came downstairs and Howard Stern was on and I walked down there, I would get. Oh yeah, it's like, what are you doing down here? Oh my god, this is adult time. We're watching (laughs) Howard Stern. The the Simeon. Please leave a message after the tone. I just wanted to call in and share the wildest dream I had last night. I dreamt that I was a cat and my owner was a giant mouse. I know it sounds crazy, but it felt so real. Has anyone else had a dream like this? Message deleted. Does that feel like you should invest in Disney stock or something like that now? Yeah, no, that means you're gay. Uh, basically, any dream, <laughs> yeah. if you look it up, you're gay. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I love looking up dreams. Yeah. <laughs> so what's that one then? I mean, cat and mouse, it's got to be like I mean, you're feel, chasing something or yeah, something's chasing you. I feel like there's, and, uh, some, there's some kind of meaning there. Probably. No, doesn't care. Please leave a message after the tone. Who on the show was a juvenile delinquent? I know I know you small-town Midwest guys had to be nothing but trouble as teenagers. Message to I mean, I think I missed probably, the, I mean, I think I missed the most school out of everybody here. I missed 50 days my uh, senior year. Yeah, you, you got was, me beat by like... Yeah. 15 days. And I was removed as a class officer. I was impeached Re- while the Clinton impeachment was going on. You were impeached I for was the what? only person that they've ever removed from like for a what? class officer. Because he wasn't even in school. I, I just stopped going. He <laughs> missed half the school year. <laughs> Wait, you ran for whatever school? Class president. Class president I was, or whatever. I was the uh, secretary. I was the secretary. No, of course you were. <laughs> you ran for secretary and then you got impeached? Yeah, because my other three friends were the other ones, you know? <laughs> So, but then I got they, they booted me out, man. Did they take your little pin? Like, what do you get as secretary? A little gavel? What do you? They, what do you they, get? they just they they. I was no longer allowed to attend the meetings. It's so funny. <laughs> Hold on, that makes you a juvenile delinquent. I don't. Know. Yeah, like I got arrested twice so in like my Chris, I mean, I got Chris arrested too. Literally was a delinquent. Were I, you not? I I dropped out of high school in my uh, freshman year. I did a uh, I did a couple of months in a uh, facility. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. How, was how many months? Uh, like six. What kind of facility? Uh, like a jail? As a minor, you must have been doing something I mean, crazy. I didn't, I didn't you went to jail out there, but yes, it was juvie. Did we not check his references? No. I thought you checked his references. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. Glitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's pop trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So it is the end of an era, Mahoney. Tiger Woods and Nike are breaking up. This is actually really shocking, Dave. This is almost as big as if uh, Michael Jordan would be breaking up with Nike. I mean, this is, and I mean, I know this is going to sound a little crass. This is the most significant relationship of Tiger Woods' life. I mean, for real, twenty-seven the years, longest standing, the longest, yeah, or so. Wasn't it? Is it like twenty-seven, 27 years? years? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, he's been with Nike since he was twenty-one years old, all the way back in nineteen ninety-six. Would you say that he was probably one of the first, like? Endorsers for golf for Nike. He is the face of Nike golf. He is the he, Nike wasn't in the golf space yeah. prior to Tiger Woods. Really, you know, Tiger. Like when I think about, I have so many Tiger Woods golf shirts that are Nike shirts. Like I'm shocked to hear. I mean, and granted, Tiger's. 
kind of still playing ish. Eh, you know, it's a weird situation with the injuries that he's had over the years. But, still, but he's still Jordan the biggest. Doesn't play and he's still got a shoe. No, yeah. I know, but yeah. but Michael Jordan is the biggest name in basketball. Tiger Woods is still, you know, the biggest name in golf. Doesn't matter, you know. Who's out there right now? Dustin well, Johnson, these other guys who are great, Roy and McElroy are great, but they don't have the name. They don't have like the power that Tiger Woods has still. And I mean, Tiger Woods was synonymous with Nike's entry into the golf yeah. space and making it one of the top golf apparel brands. So the fact that he doesn't get a legacy deal like Michael Jordan. Well, they learned because of how much money they were paying Jordan. I guess. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you lose Tiger Woods, you can have... Ten of the other top golfers in the world, matter. and it's not going to be Tiger Woods. I mean, I'm not. I don't think I'd be motivated, you know, but to buy a, a branded, a player branded shirt for golf. That's I have worn not- Tiger Woods shirts before, and uh, it turns out they do not make you play like Tiger Woods. Though. But I mean, like, yeah. if you put on a shirt that is like a Tiger shirt, you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. no better brand name than you have, like, for Nike, and then Tiger, and then Woods. Like you can't have a Rory McElroy. That's just yeah. a mouth salad. I'm not, I'm not wearing Spieth. <laughs> I'm not wearing a Ricky Air Fowler Spieth. shirt. Yeah. Uh, so Jason Momoa is officially back on the market. Audrey, uh, his uh, his wife Lisa Bonet has filed for divorce after I, two years of separation. I find this to be annoying. Why? Because it's been two years since their separation. It's back up in the mix. She's the one filing. It makes me feel like, why did they wait two years? Have they been together still, like, kind of, like, off and on? Like, I I just don't really appreciate, and I know that you guys have kind of co-signed on this in the past. I don't like whenever we're bringing up old news. Like, this is messy to me, and it's just kind of, I read it, and I was like, ugh. Well, the fact that they got married only in 2017. Like, I would understand if you, like, got separated and you took a couple of years to figure it out if you've been together for, you know, 15, 20 years or something like that. But you guys were married for, like, three years and then you're going to spend two years being separated? Also announced the week of her daughter's engagement to Channing Tatum. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, so I'm yeah. like, this is just messy. You've had two whole years to get on with this and then when your daughter gets engaged to Channing, you're just deciding to all of a sudden call it quit. I don't know. Yeah. It just, the whole thing just feels like, ugh. And finally, everyone hated the Golden Globes. Everyone hated them. But the viewership was significantly up, about 50%. 9.4 million total viewers, which is pretty high, considering that the Golden Globes have you know been around for as long as they have. The big change this year is that they moved from NBC to CBS. And just shows you that the power of CBS. CBS has, you know, I mean, when you think about the big shows that are on television, CBS has so many of those. And it's kind of like the last traditional uh, major TV network. And that still has people who watch it every single week. And so, you know, even though that, uh, you know, it bombed in most people who watched its eyes, as you said, Dave, uh, I, I got to imagine that the Golden Globes are pretty happy to seeing these kind of increases in numbers. Well, the uh, the lead-in of the NFL game certainly didn't hurt, right, when you've got a lead-in of uh, NFL game and then you're going right into... I think the know, Venn diagram of those two aren't, like, overlaid I, that much on I, each other. I would tend to disagree. I mean, there's you're talking about, to watch. You're talking about the two most popular things in the world, right? I mean, you go from you know, the biggest sporting event of the day into all of the movie stars you and think, celebrities. You think just half the people who are watching the game just forgot to turn it off? Probably. Is that yeah. what it, we saw? Yeah. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. They may not have money to feed their family, but they have enough for a pack of Pall Malls and a Powerball ticket. It's It's the Redneck Redneck Report on Dave and Mahoney. 
So we'll kick off today's Redneck Report with what sounds to be an absolute nightmare. Imagine, if you will, that you are floating around in the ocean off the coast of Fort Lauderdale, and there's a guy, he's on social media, he's on TikTok, and he captured the moment where he hooked a large fish. And turns out that the uh, as the larger fishing vessel was approaching this man because he was being dragged offshore, four miles offshore, Jesus. they realized that this dude who was on... A unicorn floaty okay. had hooked a shark oh. and it dragged him four miles out Let to sea. Let go of the rod. What are you doing, man? What an idiot. Let go of the rod. Well, uh, I mean, like anybody who's fishing on a unicorn floaty in the ocean, first yeah, of outside all. Outside of Fort Lauderdale? Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, bro. You're an idiot. Like, bro. But listen to this. So after the boat pulls up, they get him on board. He hands the rod to him with the shark still attached to it. He reeled the shark in. Landed the shark. How, how much did the shark weigh? 758 pounds. I'm making that up. I don't know. They didn't list it. But it, but I mean, it had to be a big-ass shark if it's it pulling could, a grown man. It couldn't have been that big. You know, otherwise it just would have submerged and gone down and gotten sure. away if it's on like or a... Like- been whipping around and like yeah. knocked him off of the floaty. But still significant enough to tow a dude on a unicorn float four miles out into the That's ocean. That's how you, you end up in the ocean and die. Is to pull a float? Yeah, but I mean, still, you're a shark. Four miles. And there's a dude that you're pulling around. That feels like a and lot of work. you got a hook in your mouth? Yeah, that hurts, man. Don't, don't How dare you discount this shark's there, drama? There's a, let me tell you something. There's a reason <laughs> there is no weight attached to this article. Yeah. There is a reason why there's no size and weight attached. Because there's nothing that a man loves talk about more than his, than big his old catch fish. and yeah. his big old fish. Yeah. And they'll put it straight up on their profile on, on Bumble. So, Mahoney, let's stay in Florida and let's head over to our favorite place, The Villages. A 74-year-old, her name is Anne Marie, she is of the Villages, and she was arrested for drunk driving when uh, they saw her running a red light in her white Honda SUV. Mm -hmm. When questioned, the 74-year-old Anne Marie started screaming at the cops, stating that there are much worse things going on than me right now. Okay. So. And uh, despite participating in field sobriety tests, the uh, the one-legged standard exercise seemed to be the thing that got her, as it Did she fall to be. over and break a hip? It didn't say that she, she fell over, or she certainly didn't break a hip, but uh, she did not provide breath samples, insisted that her attorney would handle the consequences, and throughout the arrest, she kept claiming that uh, she was not that bad compared to the real criminals out there. So maybe uh, <laughs> stop watching the news, Anne-Marie. Maybe you'll drink less. You're drinking and running red lights. Yeah. That's pretty bad, lady. Uh, and finally, in the Redneck Report today, I'm not going to venture to say that over 60% of adults riding a BMX or a mountain bike have drugs on them, but that seems about right to me. Yeah. I'd say between 60 and 75%. There's a big difference between, like, a mountain bike, uh, like a... like a, a, If you're on a street bike and you're out there working out, that's totally sure, different. Sure, but like a BMX and you're just out on the street and you're an adult... But I don't know, man. Even those street bikers. I mean, Lance Armstrong, there's been some trouble. Different oh, kinds all those of guys definitely yeah. have drugs. He lost his whole nut, not even to cancer. It was actually to meth. Yep. His uh, his left nut got addicted to meth. Common, That's common true. fact. Yeah. Most people Most, know this. If you don't yeah. know this. Google it. Do your own research. <laughs> Do your own research. Just so, <laughs> like, what was her name? <laughs> Anne-Marie. Anne-Marie. Anne uh, this guy, his name is Clayton Tyler McCall. Clayton with a K. Mm-hmm. He's 31 years old. Was that arrested. racist? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Clayton nah. with a K. Clayton uh-huh. with a K. Uh, he, he, had, uh, he was riding a bike, Lady Lake, Florida, and I guess the bike was reported stolen on January 2nd, and the officer confirmed its status by checking the serial number. Do you guys know that bikes have serial numbers? Uh, that That is news mm-hmm. to me. 
In addition to the stolen bike, uh, he was found in possession of meth and drug paraphernalia. All so, that checks out. Yeah, I mean, it's not too hard if you're going to go, you know, track somebody down. Like, just go find the adult riding a bicycle in the uh-huh. middle of the day wearing jeans. They got drugs. Mm-hmm. This is David Mahoney. Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. Did you get that? Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, guys. Carlitos here. Chris, you're not playing my messages, man. That's not cool. The whole uh, talk about the bird poop. Uh, when I was, like, 16, I was uh, walking home from, from school or whatever and had a big old thing of gum in my mouth. Like three three pieces, you know, just chewing it up. Finally got sick of it and being a butthole, I decided I was gonna throw it in the trash. I was just gonna spit it out, right? I looked up straight up in the air towards the sky and I thought I was gonna spit it, just spit it right out. And I did. Well guess what? It went right up, I took two steps and it landed right on top of my head. And it was like that really sticky, sticky gum that you, you know, like you can't even get it off your fingers if you're trying to put it in the trash. Anyway, I laughed at myself the whole way home. Message deleted. Yeah, Carlito, he's not playing your messages, not because he doesn't like you, but because you don't deserve it. If you're the sort of guy that is chewing three pieces of gum at the same time and then spitting it out for somebody else to step on it, you should be in jail. There, jail. I am still shocked right to jail. in this day and age that I find gum in the places that I do. It yeah. was just like, on one of the seats on the plane ride I had yesterday. Oh, oh, on yeah. the top or oh. the bottom? Which, by the way, I was on a, on a Legion flight, and I was one of the first ones on the plane. I had never seen this, because when you got people on the plane, you don't see the floor. They yeah. don't vacuum. Oh, they don't? Oh, it was disgusting. Well, Food, I mean, crumbs everywhere. But yeah, gum on one of the seats, man. Do yeah. you? Are your kids allowed gum in your house yet, Dave? Yes, but it's because they swallow it. Oh. You make your kids swallow? <laughs> no, I don't make them. I'll tell them not to. And they're what? just like, whoop. You, you don't tell them it's going to be in there for the next 15 years? I'm, call, I'm calling also, CPS on you, man. That is just such a lie. Like, a, what kind of lie was it Wait, that our parents... Yes, yes. gum doesn't stain your gut. Like, I thought that it stayed on your um, your rib cage like little birds. You've got acid in your stomach that just destroys, destroys literally everything. You, when you're a kid, you don't know what acid is well, in I your know, belly. But you're, you're, you think about all the things. Like, I can eat a tomahawk steak and it'll be destroyed by the next day. Meanwhile, my stomach acid can't handle Juicy fruit, <laughs> double mint. <Dang. laughs> Come on, man. My Dude, parents I never banned knew that. my parents banned me from bubble gum. Like I was not allowed sharpies, and I was not allowed bubble gum because my dad had gotten a brand new. I think I've told you guys this story before. A brand new Ford Explorer, the oh, uh, Eddie yeah. Bauer version. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it was the like I think that summer, and it was the summer that I went to go visit him, and I was sitting in the back seat in the back. The front was leather, but the back had that cloth material on it. And I stuck bubble gum because we were driving and doing a road trip. I stuck bubble gum all along that fabric. How old were you? Oh, I had to have been maybe like, we'll say six, seven. But you're old enough to know better at six or seven. I was a menace. I was a menace. I mean, I I was grounded from gum. What kids ever grounded from gum? And Sharpies, because I would draw on everything. I wanted just, I was tagging everything. Legit. All over this car. You're like an untalented Banksy in a lot of ways. Untalented. <laughs> yeah. I think that I was. I think that Banksy actually got his inspiration from people yeah. like Had me. Her parents not stifled her creativity they by banning the sharpies. Uh-huh. She'd be a world famous artist. I today. would, man. Yep. I don't even know how to sign my name. What is what is cursive? Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, Dave. Uh, my name is. 
a member of a club, and I'm looking to obtain a 90-day supply of ivermectin and oxychloroquine. Please email me or message me back and let me know cost and shipping and all the details. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Message deleted. That's, uh, ah, yes. Okay. <laughs> so a, there's a guy named Dave Mahoney. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he sells a bunch of, uh, what do you call those things, Dave? Uh, uh, snake me- oil? Meth yeah. ingredients? Yeah. yeah he, was, he, he, had, he had all the cures during the pandemic, bleach and all that stuff. And, uh-huh. Uh, his name is Dave Mahoney. Oh, and, that's yeah, that so, guy. Yeah, yeah, he was over in the UK, and uh, I remember you guys and, and we started about getting him. like orders, and so we would, you know, take people's money and then not send them in. Not yeah, that's true. Right. <laughs> that's how. Uh, that's how we got our new cars. That's when right. I heard that message, like I knew it was, I knew it was a wrong number, but he said Dave. But but what's so funny is that the greeting to our voicemail is the most absurd thing you'll ever hear. It's like, for calling the David Mahoney show, your voice will be laid on the radio. And like, he's how like, this guy is this like, is the uh, right place. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me put my order yeah. in. Please leave a message. I hope your horses are okay. <laughs> Who will live the longest, Keith Richards or Clint Eastwood? I feel like they're both immortal. Message Clint Eastwood's going to Clint's going to outlive <laughs> sure. all of us. I mean, just out of uh, sh- your sheer what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Out of sheer bitterness. Okay, got it. <laughs> Don't combine sheer bitterness together because, uh, yeah, that, that's what's full on uh, Christmas vacation. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Audrey, you're funny to me. Why? You're just an ever-evolving little creature. Uh, I'm not comfortable in stagnant. I'm not comfortable in just consistency. I don't like that. It freaks me out. Yeah, so for me, like, I am very comfortable, and I'm Mahoney. I think that you're the same mm-hmm. way with the giant pieces of crap that we are. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I could improve, but why? Good enough for government work, <laughs> what? what we're doing here. <laughs> but you're always trying to find new ways to, you know, improve yourself, and there's a there's something that you suggested that I find rather offensive. Well, so I was doing my own research, and uh, as you I, do, as, you as on I Facebook. Do, I was on Facebook. You're on the book. I was, man, and I was in a uh, in a mom blog where they were all asking their other friends for doctor advice instead of just going to the doctor. That seems like a real bad idea. Have you ever heard the phrase wives' tale? Because yeah. <laughs> I think that's where it comes from. I'm just where people are just making stuff up. I wasn't in there, but. Because uh, I don't even have Facebook. I got rid of that a long time ago. But I was seriously, like, doing some symptoms and, and, you know, having conversations with my family and family history because, like, I never just knew anything about, like, our general health. Like, just had no idea. Just never asked, never thought to ask. So I was just getting some well, information. And it's, and it's never volunteered. You know, I feel like maybe this next generation there will be, like, conversations where the family goes, hey, you know, like, chronically this is something that has plagued our family for generations as opposed to everyone just being, like, Everything's fine. So for the no, example no, of that, not. my sister very unfortunately just got diagnosed with lupus. Oh, no. We were like, where does lupus come from? Yeah. My aunt has lupus. Nobody told us that. Like, See? what do you mean? What we you, just had no clue. What do you mean? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Anyways. We're, we're fairly useful information to know, but. So because of that, I'm starting to garner some information. And I mean, I'm sorry, Em, I know you got lupus, but I am going to have to give up cheese. <laughs> And I think that that's way worse. What but, do you mean I mean, you're truly, have to give up like, there are certain things that are within my diet that um, are. Yeah, this is going to sound so gross. They are just not conducive to my skin and to my gut health. And okay. because of that, I am a one giant like. Just my skin is constantly flaring up, and I'm uncomfortable twenty four seven. 
uncomfortable, and it's all from your gut. Your gut's linked to so much in your body. But, Audrey, you love cheese. Cheese and bread. Is bread you're going to give Pastas, up, too? Pastas, dude. Like it's, what are you talking about? I don't know forever. Live through the pain. Yeah, I know. I'm yeah. so Live itchy. It. It's not I'm worth it. so itchy, though. It I'm makes so you itchy. itchy? Yeah, like constantly itchy. Like my skin, I'm just Chris, itchy. So, yeah, I have the same problem because I have celiac disease and so I have to be gluten-free and if I consume too much gluten over a pound of time, I get eczema. And I've yes! actually been dealing with it. I have it really bad on my hands at times. And it, and it never goes away. It flares up and then like will go away for like three weeks and then it comes back. It's like a Rage Against the Machine song. It's coming back around again. You know what also is really bad for it too? Caffeine. Oh my God. You guys know. I mean, I'll I, just die. I'll yeah, just die. I'm not, I choose death. I, I, caffeine. What are you talking about? I'm not yeah. going to give up bread caffeine. and cheese and caffeine. Never. Like, what in the world? Where are the joys? Where what? are the joys, what? man? Yeah. There are no joys. What are you supposed? To, what's supposed to bring me happiness? Ha- like they didn't well, put heroin being, on the list. So I was mean, like, this, that okay? Try being <laughs> gluten free, man. You can't have beer. You can't have pizza. You can't Alcohol, have bread. You can't have none cookies of and cake and. None of it sugar. But do you remember uh, whenever I was telling you? Is that why you're thin, you- Chris? Is that why you're the the one who's in the best shape? I mean, that, and all the drugs and alcohol and stuff, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you remember whenever I was getting up in the middle of the night and I was like, I don't know why, but I keep getting up at like midnight and just craving, craving chocolate. Like I was just getting mouthfuls of chocolate of in the middle of the night. You like, were? Like chocolate chips. We talked about it. This oh, is when we were still, chips. Yeah, when yeah, we were yeah. still living in uh, Vegas at the time. Yeah. But I was like, why am I like a little rat scurrying around <laughs> in the kitchen in the middle of the night? Like, oh my, I need green chocolates. <laughs> like, that's so psychotic. Is, is that, is that that's linked a symptom to, of it is? All. Yes. What? Yes. So have you already given these things up now that you have identified that they are a problem for you? Or is this something- I have tried. <laughs> so I had bread yesterday and I like like legit swelled up like blueberry girl. Have you told your husband about this? Because I feel like this might be an irreconcilable difference because he loves cheese so much. So of Tim's symptoms, I have seven and Uh he was looking through it and he was like, Oh baby, this can be hard. And I was like, but like <laughs> He's like, not on you, but on me. Yeah. I'm like, but what else are we? Because this is now a him issue. It's, what it's are we gonna do? Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Like, what what else are we gonna do other than, you know, both give up all of these things? So. And then you're like, and then I texted him again. I haven't heard from him in three days. It's weird. <laughs> Where'd he go? This is the Dave, Dave and Mahoney, Mahoney show. Time to play Tipsy thinking through the plot or toddler. Dave and Mahoney. Tina is joining us today for a round of Tips Here Toddler. Tina, let me ask you one question before we get going. Have you spent any time around very drunk people or little kids recently? (laughs) Yes, to both. Yeah, I mean, the holidays especially, right? I mean, you spend a lot of time around family members, there's kids around, and... I mean, as somebody that's got four little kids, I can tell you they all act like very drunk people. I mean, they're constantly running into things, they're falling over, they're saying things that they shouldn't. It's very reminiscent of all the drunkles that I spent time with over the holidays as well. We're going to read you some things that were said by either a very drunk person or a little kid. It's your job to try to figure out which is which. Number one. God made Adam out of dust. And then he put Adam to sleep and made Eve out of a rare rib. Is that how that went? A rare rib. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's all you get on that first one. Nice job acting that one out, Mahoney. Over to you, Tina. Do you think that is tipsy or toddler? Uh, I'll go tipsy. You know, you'd think. But no, that's uh, that's 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 a little kid for you. God made Adam out of dust, and then he put Adam to sleep and made Eve out of a rare 
Rib. A rare rib. Who doesn't love a good rare I, rib? I love my little kid are... preachers. <laughs> Just get up there. Get on get the pupil, boy. Yeah. Tell people the Bible. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Love it. <laughs> uh, here we go, Audrey. We're doing this one together. Oh, okay. okay. <clears throat> what are you saying? What does Y-E-S spell? What are you saying? What's it spelling? What are you saying? What does Y-E-S spell? Y-U-S? Y-E-S. Y-E-S. Is that a tipsy person or is that a toddler? Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> oh. Oh, all right, toddler. You sure about that? <laughs> You sure about uh, that? Okay, Tipsy. Tipsy? Wow, that's great. Good job, Tina. That's absolutely right. Let's have a listen. What are you saying? What does Y-E-S spell? What are you saying? What's it spelling? What are you saying? What does Y-E-S spell? Y-U-S. Y-E-S. Y-E-S. That is every conversation in a club that I've ever had in my entire life. Just screaming, no one understanding each other. Let me tell you about my Bitcoin. (laughs) Oh, God. That's all I ever heard. Okay, so, (laughs) Tina, you're on the board now uh, through all of your own hard work. You were the single at the wrong time. (laughs) I was, man. (laughs) That was the wrong time. (laughs) (laughs) So you got one right, you got one wrong. On to number three, Audrey, you're solo on this one. This is another short one for you, Tina. Here's how you, uh, here's how how to flirt. Hey, buddy. Tipsy or toddler? Oh, my. It's hard today. It is. Um, tipsy. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> it's, a, it's a toddler. Let's have a listen. Here's how, you, uh, here's how, how to flirt. Hey, bud. I mean, it is hard today. To be fair, we have had a toddler teaching us how to flirt and the Bible so far. So, <laughs> Raising them right. I, yeah. I'm off my game today. You're going to need to get these final two correct, though. Okay. This oh. one, uh, the uh, the note here for me is slightly Southern accent. Slightly? slightly. Oh, you're going, full, you're going full Savannah? I'm going full Savannah. Okay, go ahead. I mean, y'all on one mile, and then he goes on this mile and one mile, and he go on... Uh, He's going to jump back on another mile, and then he goes back on this mile, and now he's going to go back on Mo, And then he's going to go Bark Creek Mile, and then he go with the Bread Mile. Not the Mo. Mm-hmm. The Mo Mile. Is that a tipsy person <laughs> or a toddler? Tipsy. You sure about that? You sure about that? You have been awful at this game, but we're trying to get you through it here. I mean, go on one mile and then he go on this mile and one mile. And he go, uh, he jump back on another mile and then he go back on this mile and he go back on that mile. I think I was pretty close. You know how they've pretty got close? Miss Rachel, oh but she's yeah. kind of got a little. Doesn't Miss Rachel have a British accent? Yeah. yeah. I need Miss Rachel, but Southern. Like, mm, yeah. Rachel Ray. Okay. So uh, you got two right, you got two wrong. Again, you are doing awful, but you still are alive and you can win it right here if you get this one correct and no help whatsoever unless you're going to be wrong. Mahoney, Audrey, take it away. I didn't eat the taco, actually. What did you do with the meat then? I heated it up. I put cheese on it. I ate it. I went, leave me alone. So gross. A cheers. Blah. <laughs> For the win, <laughs> is that tipsy or toddler? So my toddlers have been teenagers acting like toddlers in my defense. 
So I'm going gypsy. For the win, that is correct. Let's have a listen. I didn't eat a taco. I actually. What'd you do with the meat then? I heated it up. I put cheese in it. I ate it, and I went, leave me alone. So gross. I just blow. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So they've done this study of the different pets that are out there that are linked to celebrities a lot of times because they calculate how much these pets are able to earn on social media. And when you think about, you know, animals earning more money on social media by just being cute than we do in our existence for all of our effort and all of our expertise, Mahoney, and how hard all the hours that we put in, and yet somehow just a cute cat, especially if it's linked to a celebrity, can earn more than we could ever even imagine. It's pretty disgusting. Yeah, and I'll give you an example. So the uh, the allaboutcats.com ultimate pet rich list has Taylor Swift's cat, Olivia Benson, on the list, saying the estimated worth of this cat is $97 million. What? This cat's worth 97 million? The site calculates the net worth of the pets based on the fictitious ability to earn money via Instagram accounts, and this valuation surpassed the net worth of Taylor Swift's boyfriend, Travis Kelsey. Why you got to do Travis Kelsey like that? This guy's out here, and you know, <laughs> like he's worked hard his whole life as well. He's achieved a level of fame and of success in the NFL that very few people could ever even dream of. He's arguably one of the greatest, if not the greatest tight end of all time, and yet somehow he's being trumped by his girlfriend's cat. Dude, but what? But how about this, too, though? <laughs> what about all the animals back in the day, like you had Flipper or Old Yeller, or, you know, none of them made any... Willie, Old Free Willie. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, none of he them... He was ever- on Free Willie. Yeah. To be real. Yeah, a- that was, he was not getting paid. But, but you know what, as far as, like, movies go, like, you can't name a movie Captivated Willie. Captivated Willie. <laughs> But, you know, we we first saw this with, like, what, Grumpy Cat? And now, I mean, R.I.P. Grumpy Cat. Yeah. But the fact that uh, that cat is worth damn near $100 million is what's wrong with this world today. I love it, though. I mean, I mean, I love watching pets on Instagram. So, shout out to Taylor Swift. I've never had her cat grace my feed, though, before. I've never seen it either. It's a Scottish Fold. Achieved fame through appearances in music videos, merchandise lines, and advertisements. Um, so, obviously, Travis Kelsey and his celebrity has grown significantly since even starting to date. Taylor Swift, even before that, he was a huge star. But the fact that he is worth not even half of what Taylor Swift's cat is worth, that's got to be a little demoralizing, right? A little? You would Only think. if she little talks bit. about it. Yeah. But like, Only if we talk about it. I would it. like to be worth uh, half of what Taylor Swift's cat's worth. Me too. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. New message. Call the Dave and Mahoney Show voicemail. 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. Please leave a message after the tone. Have you ever experienced a paranormal event? I haven't, but the stories of those who have always sent shivers down my spine. Message deleted. No paranormal events for me. I don't know why ghosts are so uninterested in me, but frankly, it hurts a little bit. I mean, I've had a couple instances uh, over the years, but the last one was about a year ago when I was back in Missouri and uh, my dad had passed and I was there for, you know, like, what, 11, 12 days, something like that. And, you know, dealing with a lot of stuff that you have to deal with when you have a family member unexpectedly pass away. And I was having, you know, like 
was obviously very upset and struggling with some other things that were going on there. And I remember one night, like I fell asleep and woke up and it felt like, you know, because I was, I was just struggling with making certain decisions and what to do and how I should proceed and what would be the right way to do that. And I woke up and I felt like my like my dad's presence, <gasps> you know, and uh-huh. like, you know, it was like him like waking me up, like kind of like, like almost like blowing me in the face, like, you know, like felt <laughs> something, you know, obviously Wait, nobody what? was there. And that like made me like decide, okay, this is... I am I am right what I'm doing. This is I'm going to do it. This is what he would want. Like it was just a it was it was a weird yeah, we feeling. Hear, we hear that all the time because you know we do that every year where around Halloween we'll talk about yeah. you know people having paranormal events. And like I said, it hasn't happened to me personally, but especially when there's some sort of passing with a significant other, we mm-hmm. hear about it all the time where the kids especially they'll remember distinctly feeling their grandpa come to them and say, you know, grandma or grandpa, whatever it is, come say goodbye. And then they'll wake up and go tell their parents and their parents will break the news that Mm -hmm. their, you know, their grandparent has passed away that night. And it's just, it's wild to think about, you know, whether it's the human mind playing tricks on us or not, who knows? But I mean, if that actually offered you some comfort, that's actually kind of a beautiful story. Well, thank you. Yeah. I used to have allegedly a ghost friend when we were living in Fort Leavenworth, Kansas, and I would have tea with a man who I would describe as a soldier. Was this Camp Lejeune? Like, what are you talking about? You had a soldier like a, friend. I don't know, man. I would describe him, and that's what my mom said. I was too young to know because I, that, this is also the same year that I was letting in the homeless guy into the house. Oh, good. Yeah. Yes, I was a delight of a child. You were a problem. But my stepdad co-signed on that because he said he walked through the ghost at one point, but he was also drinking at the time. So So I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I really don't know what to believe. I've never experienced, like, ghosts in my adult life. But, you know, there's, like you said, Dave, and Mahoney, both, like, it's funny that you say that now, Mahoney, that you have that feeling of your dad's presence because before that you weren't about the you you weren't about the paranormal. No, you know, and I it's it's I don't know. I like it's 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 hard to explain, you know? It, it really is. It's like cuz my the the logical side of my brain goes, "Eh, ghosts aren't real." But like I do believe in spirits of, of some sort. So, maybe that's what it was. Just please leave a message. Be with you. I know you all really love radio, but if you could have any other job in the world, what would it be? Message deleted. What not? Why do we always get asked this question? I've been doing this for 22 years. This is what I wanted to do as a teenager, and I'm living my dream. Do you feel like there's like they're just trying to like weed us out? They're like, what? look, I know that you guys like doing radio, but like, have you ever have thought, you thought about, about doing anything, <laughs> anything, not anything else? Yeah, because you, you know you what? You don't I'm want have me to... doing anything else because it'd be TikTok, and I'd be so annoying. Oh my god! I'm yes. going to have to do sales, and I don't want to do sales, <laughs> but I know that's the only way I'll make money. Mahoney was talking I'm not qualified about for anything else. Back in the day when we thought we were going to get fired, he was his plan was to become a craft beer salesman. Well, actually, no, it was a, first it was a brewmaster, and then you realize how much work went into yeah. that. Like actual and then it was brewing, like a craft beer salesman, and then you're like, I'll probably just drink too much and get. Fired. Yeah, yeah. This is like the one job where you can drink too much and everyone's like, "Man, Hello, well, that's fired. funny." I feel like I, if I could get into like the re- become a realtor. Oh yeah, you'd be great. I mean, I wouldn't make any money. You've got the I'm, face for a realtor, man. You, you should. I, you know, people sitting on my face on a on a bus bench. Yeah, yeah. You can see that. <laughs> you should reverse it where you're face down onto the bus bench. Kindness. It's free, but it can change the world. Message deleted. Now, I think that there's not. People need to be meaner. 
People need to be meaner. <laughs> By the way, That's Audrey, your take? I was just telling somebody over the weekend about how my dear friend Audrey is all about bringing bullying back. Dude, <laughs> just a knuckle sandwich. A knuckle sandwich. I don't know. That's we don't swirly. Bring back swirlies. Bring back swirlies. Yeah, Bring back a wet a, willy. For adults. Yeah. Not kids. Yeah. Adults. <laughs> I, I do feel like there has it's gotten to the point, you know, where you're seeing all these people like going into department stores and just robbing them blind and there's no consequences. You're like, you know what? Some knuckle sandwiches and some swirlies would do this world right sometimes. Yeah, putting kids, or not kids, adults in trash cans. Yes. Yeah, I'm not talking about bullying kids here. Let's put an asterisk in that. I would like to amend. Bullying adults. Yes, bullying adults. adults. Mahoney, you were just talking about (laughs) yesterday about how one of your former classmates got picked up and thrown into a trash can by a teacher and it was one of the tall vertical ones so he couldn't get out because it Mm -hmm. folded him in half. Mm -hmm. And I just think that that's beautiful. Too many brave people. Too many brave people. Do that to you adults. Need to check them. Yep. Yep. Our problems will be solved. Yep. Start throwing some people away. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Look, I know it's a cycle for me, and I'm fine with it. It doesn't bother me at all. Uh, you know, it's a new year. It's dry January. I do it every year. I'm doing it again this year. Uh, but I also tend to do this thing where when it's dry January, I get on this little health kick. And so going back to the gym and trying to, you know, work out every day. And my, my wife got an Apple Watch for, for Christmas. And so, you know, now she's all competitive with, like, how many calories did you burn today? I'm not going to say Is that her I beat Apple her Watch? yesterday, but I did. Uh, yeah, it's her first Apple Watch. Oh, so yeah, then, yeah, yeah, for sure yeah, she's, she's on the trip. Su- super competitive about it. Are you actually back in the gym or are you, like, working out at home? No, so, I mean, I, I've worked out both, right? But mm-hmm. I went to the actual gym yesterday. Okay. And I did that last week as well. But I went to like the gym that's down by my house yesterday for the first time, honestly, in a long time. So, but is this because your wife is going on, um, uh, well, she's about to turn 40, and she set a goal up, yeah. for herself that she wanted to do what, like 100 miles before she was 40? Or no, she or? wanted to do 100 miles in January. Whoa, okay. running 100 That's miles, running 100 totally. miles in January. Okay, yeah. so in January alone, and then she asked, "Hey, do you want to join on this health journey and dr- health kick?" It didn't with seem me. that optional, what? honestly. Oh, uh, it felt was more a, like, "Hey, you're I'm, doing this I'm going to be in shape for my 40th, and you are too." Can I, uh, can I ask a question real quick? Yeah. Uh, why, why do women always try to keep us men alive? Are right? you asking uh, Dave, or are you asking me? You, I mean, you are the woman. You know, Dave's wife trying to keep him alive. My wife. You know, what's the, honestly, what's the point? Like, I already gave you four beautiful children, and I've got a great life insurance yeah, policy. Man. If I die, it's great You're for rich. you. You're rich. It's great for you. You'll be rich. Let me die. <laughs> do you do that with your husband as well? Are you trying to get him to be healthier? Well, I am a person that I love food, so it's really hard for me. Like, I'm, a, I'm from the South. I enjoy comfort food. I enjoy, like, one of the things that make me feel like I am so in love and happy is when I'm fed. Yeah. Like, there is no better version of me than when I'm fed and slept with. So, mm. like, I... <laughs> I mean, those are the needs. Those yeah. are, yeah. and I've got yeah. simple needs. So, yeah. with that being said, is that whenever I'm loved, I'm pudgy. Okay. <laughs> so, no, I feel like I kind of am in that same boat as you guys. I do go on health kicks, though, too. Um, and I, it's whenever I start, like, whenever you're in those positions and you start seeing the fat rolls uh, popping out, I'm like, Uh-oh. So it, no, happened, no, no. it happened yesterday. I went to the gym, and, you know, I was feeling pretty good, right? You know, the whole dry January mm-hmm. thing, getting in there, got the new workout shirt. It does help to have new workout Absolutely. clothes. Absolutely. Look and good, then feel good. I just realized there are so many mirrors and so many unfortunate angles. I mean, I'm sitting here on one and of they, those And the machines. fluorescent lights, too, hitting I you. I know. I'm sitting there on one of those machines, and it's like one of those, like, sitting down, uh-huh. like, lat pull-downs, you know? Ooh. And then I glance over, and I'm like, oh. Your shirt's lifted a little bit. That God. first belly roll's poking out. <laughs> no, that's Fluorescent lights making you look extra pale and doughy. Dude, been there. Dude, I had, the, like, the overhead thing where I was, like, oh. extending it. 
and like the shirt's riding up, and it's just like the belt. I'm like, oh, I'm such a like piece a, of like trash. Like Tim Allen from Santa Claus. <laughs> it's like a really depressed Winnie the Pooh. So I was talking about wives trying to keep husbands healthy. My wife was continually trying to do that. So on Sunday, I had a grilled cheese sandwich with white cheese, yellow cheese, cheddar cheese, blah, blah, blah. My wife was like, she gave me a look like, okay, yeah. but okay. But yesterday, there was a little cheese left over, and while she was on the phone with her mother in the back bedroom, I had to try and sneak in a grilled cheese sandwich to finish the cheese Dude, and got caught. You, you, you can't imagine the whole thing that went on. <laughs> you, you know that you're at a certain point in your relationship when you are smuggling grilled cheese, brother. <laughs> That's a wrap. Well, it's about time. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. At Dave and Mahoney. They're everywhere. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Listen anytime and on demand at Dave and Mahoney. Dot, 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 dot com.